Welcome to the Process Mind Show. My name is Kennedy. My name is Sydney. And here's our awesome mommy, Sherry P. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Prices Mind Show. As you heard, I'm your host, Sherry P., and those were my two lovely daughters, Kennedy and Sydney. They wanted to help me out tonight since they're on spring break with breaking in the show for our awesome guest, Melody Sims. She will be on shortly once we do this little house cleaning, setting our disclaimers, as well as letting you know what else is going on on the Prices Mind Show, as well as your radio network. If you're listening to us through your radio network, YRN 1328, app. You're awesome, and I appreciate you for supporting us and downloading our app. If you're listening online, thank you for listening as well. You can call in if you have a question or a comment by dialing 347-326-9139. To speak to myself or the special guest for this evening, you can press the number one to get in queue. I will call you by the last four digits of your number only, and I will do it twice so that you can recognize your number as some of us don't even know our numbers sometimes. Um, on the next level, I want to let you all know that the Price of Mind show is here to give you information that you may not otherwise be able to obtain without a hefty fee. This is not free therapy, as as an ethical issue. This is just Price of Minds coming together to talk about topics that are in everybody's everyday life, as well as give out pointers and experiences that may help someone or yourself in the future. So please respect myself as the host and my guest. As we are experts in what we know, you may not feel we're experts, but what we know and what we do, we're experts in. So please respect what we know and um, what we say and not try to battle with us and make us feel like we're dumb. That's not cool. But we're here to have a great show. Um, I just want everybody to be respected on my show. Um, no cursing is allowed, but please don't become a sailor overnight and, and want to Expounded on the Prices Mind Show. We want to make sure everybody is able to be contacted and, and feel appreciated and respected on the show. So, without further ado, we're going to break off of here for a couple commercial breaks, pay some bills, and then we'll come back to Miss Melody Sims, who is our guest for this evening with her book, her novel, Intimidated by Love, coming out May 2nd. Please stand by and we'll be right back to the Prices Mind Show. Radio, Radio, and of course, RealRadioNetwork.com. Buy that. Cop that. Hell, I don't care if you burn that, but just support that. Miss Renetta Mayer, you got me open.
out the creative work of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Have you ever sat down and simply wanted someone to fully understand your life? Someone who wakes up every day and does their best to provide and protect their loved ones the way you do? Someone who has been confused, lost, scared, or just trying to figure out how to balance their life spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially? If so, Life is Outstanding is the book for you. Anthony promises his readers that you don't have to be perfect to live an outstanding life. Welcome, welcome back to the Prices Mind Show. I'm your host, Sherry P. You've heard our wonderful commercials by Miss Renetta Mays. She's a very songstress who's out there doing big things in the Louisiana area. Also, Mr. Trent Williams and Anthony Collins, who's on your radio network as well. And awesome authors out there. Please check out their books. At your earliest convenience, they have some great information to provide to you and some great readings to um, help you settle in for the evening when you want to wind down to a good book and maybe a glass of wine or milk, whatever you like. But without further ado, what I'm going to do is let you know who I have on a as my special guest for this evening. Her name is Melody Sims and she has written several books. Um but she has actually written the book we're gonna talk about this evening and it took her a while to write the book. I mean you are an author you have a lot of things popping up in your head, things you wanna do, things you wanna um what kind of things you wanna write about but sometimes it doesn't always come together as you want. It may take weeks for some, days for others, maybe years and and decades for some who want to get it perfected. And I believe that's what Miss Sims did with this book, Intimidated by Love. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you all to my special guest for this evening, Miss Melody Sims. Are you there, Melody? I'm here. I'm here. How are you? You know, I had to check because I am known for coming back from a commercial still on mute <laughs> and talking like, yeah, I'm here. But I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad I have you out from you and everybody can hear me. How are you doing, Melody? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing great. Excited to have you on this evening. With Thank this you. Phenomenal- I'm excited to be here. I've been pondering on this topic all day and how this book has just come bring everything together and make everything on a somewhat more um, revealing as far as what we're going to talk about in the book and the topic for this evening. Mm-hmm. So um, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and ask you, what what made you write this book the way you wrote it? You, I know you told me in your prep interview that you have, um, have actually written this book means you like actually took sat down and wrote this book. Tell me what you meant by that. I mean that I it took several years for this book. Um other books that I've written, it's taken me months, you know, sometimes just weeks to get the book together and they've been very well received. This book is special to me because it's um a more serious topic than any of the other books that I've actually written about and I, I really shouldn't say that because that's, you know, it's argumentative. Some people might say, you know, my uh, novella Mary and the Family was kind of serious. But this one is really serious because it deals with um, domestic violence. So I wanted to make sure that, I, like like you mentioned, I wanted to make sure that I had it right, that I didn't put something out there that wasn't exactly how I wanted it to be. I needed it to be ready. And that makes a lot of sense. Like I said earlier, you know, I, I've been entertaining the fact of writing a book. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what it's going to be about, but, you know, it might come out one day. You know, it might be a book of my quotes. Who knows? But it's something I've thought about. I journal. I've journaled 
all the time. I've journaled since I was probably a teenager. It got mm-hmm. more intense when it became a coping skill for anger management. <laughs> yes. But all in all, it's it's been something I enjoy. So it would be great if I was able to put that all into a book. Mm-hmm. But um, It would. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to look into that at some point. But um, moving on. What other, I know you, you talked about, well, let's talk about Intimidated by Love. Intimidated by Love is due to be released on May 2nd, correct? Yes. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. So I can a little feedback in my, on my end. No, I can hear you perfectly fine. Okay. And, and Intimidated by Love, give people a little, synop- not a lot, because we're going to break off into our topic after this, a little synopsis of what they should expect when they purchase and read Intimidated by Love. Okay, so what you should expect when you read Intimidated by Love is, of course, a lot of drama. There's a lot of drama. Um, there's a little bit of mystery. And there's love. So those are three main things that I think make for a great, great read. A little bit of mystery, love, and a whole lot of drama. A whole lot of drama from what we spoke about. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's good. That makes those kind of books very interesting on a on the level of you're like, oh, cool, they're happy, they're in love. And like, oh, what happened? What, ooh, what's on the next chapter? <laughs> ooh, oh, my God, what, ooh, let me go back. Oh, what's on the next chapter? And then by the time, like, you know, many books I've read and purchased, I'm like, I'm already done with the book. I'm like, where's the next book? And that's how I got wrapped into um, I became interested in Walter Mosley. And you know mm-hmm. his, you know Easy Roll and all his his characters, they all kind of intertwine together. And I like some kind of books because you can keep it's like a story in your head or a movie in your head playing yes. out by by watching mm-hmm. or by reading the books. And I believe that's the that's the that's, that's what you're going to give. That's what you're given in Intimidated by Love. You're given that. Oh my God, this is so nice of a love story. Then uh oh, but see, there's a there's a flip in there though. Yes, there it's is. A There's a whole book. lot of flips. It's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of flip in that book. <laughs> and when people reveal that flip, they're going to be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and that's what's going to be so phenomenal about it. Yes, and I love that. Like I always I said, love when like, my – I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I always love when my readers, you know, they email me or they write on my Facebook or my or they tweet me. Um, DM me on Instagram, and they always are, like, so upset with me when they get to, like, the flip, you know. And they're like, girl, I, ne- I never saw that coming. And that's always, like, the <laughs> highlight of my day. That's when I know I've written a good work, you know. I've written a good piece of work to put out there into the universe. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Um, So... I'm trying to see how, because I don't want to, hmm. What influence you are, what prompted <laughs> you to start writing to the point where, you know, written? how many books have you actually written that are out there? I've, uh, let's see, one, two, there's about four or five pieces of work um, floating around with my name on them. Um, some short stories, a novella, uh, two or three novels, um, and there's actually one that I have uh, taken off the market because it's going to be re you know, re released, um, with added chapters and it's like an extended version of um the original. So I've gotten quite a quite a bit of stuff out there and still quite a bit more to come. And then here just recently I put out a children's book under uh Monique Miller. So that's gonna be a series, you know, based around a a, a small African American little boy who is just precocious and wants to explore the alphabet and the numbers and the shapes and the colors, you know, making friends and dealing with bullies and things like that. So there's a lot more coming coming from, from me. And, you know, I'm going to get those children books. I, you know, my kids love to read. I have a second grader who is um, oh, yeah. Kennedy, the first one, who reads on a fifth grade level. So it's like she reads books. Mm. And I'm telling her, like, you're not done reading a book that fast. She's like, I am. The book was about such and such. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you like to read like me. 
which so is always a baby's good thing. To read. That's a great thing because I was telling her there's other kids outside playing. We're in the library. So look at that. Mm. But um, in the book, Intimidated by Love, the behavior of the characters in the book that were in unhealthy relationships and the behavior that was exhibited in those relationships is something that is familiar in relationships in today's society, especially like in, in families. What are your views on the man, woman, or the man or the woman who remain in these types of relationships, being well aware of the damage it is doing to themselves and their families? Well, let me say that I have been in um, an abusive relationship before, and um, so I can't, you know, I'm not going to throw stones and be one of those people that say, oh, just get out, get out, you know, you're putting it on yourself because you're not leaving. It's really not that simple when you're dealing with a relationship such as that. Um, It's intricate, it's emotional, it's personal, it's heavy. Um, So my view on it is just when it's time, when you know it's time, don't hesitate. Just do what you got to do. Get out of there before it's too late, you know. Um, So that's kind of how I look at it. You know, you can't force a person to to leave those kind of relationships until they're ready. It's kind of like a person being um, addicted to something. You know what I'm saying? You can't really help them until they're ready to be helped. So it's the Mm -hmm. same kind of thing when you're dealing with DV. You know, you can't just call your friend or your sister or your cousin or whoever that you know that's in that situation and say, girl, you got to leave, or man, you got to get out of there. You know, we already know that. It's just we have to we have to get that strength up in ourselves to say that we can and we can look ahead and see that things will be brighter on the other side. And that's one type of abuse. Um, we're going to talk about different types of abuses today, guys. So if you want to chime in, be sure to press 1 on your dial pad so we can go ahead and get you in. We're going to pull in um, our first caller, um, Melody. We have a caller. The last four digits okay. of the number is 8827. Last digits are 8827. Welcome to the Price is Mine show. Who am I speaking with? Hey, everybody. It's B Fly, Bianca Fly. Yay, hey, Bianca. Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to come hey, through. Hey, I, 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 had to, I, I had to show um, Melody, and she's one of my favorite, favorite people um, that I have met over the past couple months, and so I just called to uh, show just what an awesome person she is. And I definitely encourage people to read her books. Um, If you guys haven't read them, go pick them up. i got quite a few of them on my Kindle right now, and I've read all of them. Uh, She's just a phenomenal writer, but outside of that, she's just a phenomenal person, and she's always grinding to, you know, make things happen. And the things that she speaks about, she speaks about it from her heart. You know, she's passionate about it. So um, I'm looking forward to hear what more she has to say uh, throughout the show today. But I definitely wanted to be able to chime in and, and show my support to her. And, of course, to you, Sherry, over here on Priceless Mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, thank you so thank much, Bianca Fly. You are welcome. Hey. You are welcome. All right, Miss Lady, thank you for calling in. Listen to us some more, all right? I will. All righty. Miss B Fly. Miss B Fly hosts on, a, on the um, YRN1328 app, too. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, it's a beautiful butterfly show. Be sure to tell the same number and find her every Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Y'all can do the math for the other ones because I can't remember them all. <laughs> But at any rate, we spoke about just physical abuse right now, domestic violence of mm-hmm. physical abuse right now. But there's another kind of abuse that's also in relationships that most women don't realize and could be a factor in this in your book as well, or not really in your book, but as far as in other lives as well, which is like emotional abuse. Um, yes. A man, have, a man have, or a woman doesn't always have to hit you. They can mess with your head. That's right. That's right. But and that's also you, another aspect. It's, it's definitely another aspect in the book that you'll you'll see the character that is going through this. You know, um, he or she doesn't really realize that that's what's going on. But you'll as you read, you'll begin to see that this character really believes 
you know, all these all these negative things about his or herself, you know. And that's really how it works in real life. You know, you have this person telling you this is who you are, this is how I see you, so this is the truth about you. And it kind of, you know, brings you down. You begin to believe that you are these negative things. You're just you're this bad person who doesn't deserve, you know, happiness or, you know, just the regular things that that most people, you know, deserve. So that's definitely, um, you know, something that is discussed in the book. And that's a good. That's a, that's that's another one. We also have sexual abuse too, and yes. um, by a, a, a mate or even a family member. You know, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've encountered or interviewed several of my clients who have said, you know. And there's a question that I ask them for their assessment: Is do you have you experienced anything emotional or traumatic in your in your life in your childhood? What they always say is, Yeah, I was touched, or I was fondled, or um, hit on by my my dad, my uncle, my brother, my cousin. And you know, it's usually swept under the rug because it's like, now we don't want this getting out. They're gonna think something wrong with him. They're gonna put him on a sex offender list, so we just gonna keep this under wraps. But when you're keeping things under wraps like that, you're doing more harm than you are doing good. Because this person is not allowed to get this out. They're not allowed to talk about it to anybody. They're not allowed to um, receive therapy or any type of of services where they can say, hey, I've I've dealt with this, I'm over it. It's all swept under the rug, and then you become an adult, and then you have these issues. (laughs) Or you become an over-paranoid parent because, Oh, my daughter's going over to sleepover. She can't go any sleepover. She can't do any of this. So you become that person. So it's very good to get these abuse things, especially domestic violence or physical abuse, under wraps before they get out of hand. Did you want to say? Yes, ma'am. Well, I, I all I want to say is that I I definitely agree with you um, when we're talking about sexual abuse. There's a lot of times when, like you said, the parent becomes overprotective, over paranoid, you know. So the kid kind of suffers because they don't get to do the normal things that normal children do, such as sleepovers and things like that, you know. But um, I believe that now I was born in the '80s. But I I know in my mother's generation and the generation before my mother's generation, it was something, you know, if you were touched or molested or raped or whatever, you know, um, you're right. It wasn't something that was openly spoken about. And what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of times when we have instances where there is a child who is being sexually, you know, um, abused, It's someone we know nine times out of ten. It's someone who is considered a close family friend, uh, a close family member, and they, you know, they put the fear of God in this child, and your child has now become a victim. So, you know, there's a fine line between being overprotective and just parenting. Um, So I think it's important, imperative, actually, that we find that line and we walk it and and we protect our children. At any cost. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing about that is um, I had a show maybe a month ago regarding psychological manipulators or psychological Mm. abuse. And this is a type of abuse where people tell you things about yourself or tell you things that you want to hear. But they Mm -hmm. do not mean their actions to be what they've told you. For example, Mm -hmm. maybe I love you, you know, there's nobody else, I'm going to marry you. So that kind of have a woman or a man thinking, okay, this is what this, he's saying this, or she's saying this, this is what it must be. But most Mm -hmm. times, the psychological manipulation comes in that they're trying to create an avenue where they can drive their car, which is drive their thrive, whatever they want to do, they they thrive to cheat. They thrive Mm -hmm. to manipulate or take money from this person. Or Mm -hmm. um, whatever their thrive is, they use that avenue to do that and a lot of times people call it getting played i like calling it mm-hmm. psychological manipulation that's what it all boils down to what what are you going to say to me to convince me otherwise it's a psychological right. thing it's a psychological matter and a lot of that happens in our family with our um 
mothers or, or fathers, grandparents, oh, I took care of you, you're supposed to be taking care of me, I did this before I did that. So they kind of manipulate the person and think they're they're obligated to do something for this other person because mm-hmm. they're family, because they were raised yeah. by this person, they were taken care of. So there's a lot of a kind of a, there's a lot of abuse that happens in families that people don't think is abuse because they think the child is supposed to be. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I actually have a very a very close friend who um, I speak to on a regular basis, and um, he's kind of dealing with that now. Just in his you know his uh, mid thirties, realizing that his relationship with his parents has been traumatic. It has been traumatic throughout his entire life. He's been manipulated into um, doing exactly what his parents parents want him to do. You know, and until he met this certain somebody who is special to him, he hasn't realized it. So imagine having to, you know, correct all that wrong over all that time. But I say it all the time, whether it's abuse that's in your family or abuse that's coming from someone outside of your family that you love like a spouse or a significant other, you know, people are, um, some people are vultures. And they can sense the vulnerability in people, and that vulnerability is what they will use to exploit you. However, it whatever kind of abuse it is, the financial abuse, emotional abuse, psychological abuse, manipulation, whatever it is, you know, they sense that vulnerability in you, and that's what they exploit. So that's that's the part about you know dating and you know uh, maybe marrying someone or trying to even get to know someone. Um, that's scary because you just don't know what people's end game is. You know, so we have to be very, very careful who we deal with, who we allow to get to know us. You got that right. You, 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 I like the way you said at the end game, because you never know. People will tell you things, but then their end result is something totally different or something altered without notification. Yes. I want to go. Yes. Um. I'm just going through your book, and if you don't mind, I know we hadn't rehearsed this or talked about it. I just want you to give mm-hmm. a little snippet of each book because these are very interesting books. I'm going to post them on a post on a Priceless Minds group and fan page so that people see okay. all your work that's out there. Let's talk about um, in love with poetic flow. I think I know what this is. Ooh, ooh. And Love of Poetic Flow is a poetic anthology, and basically what it is, it's um, three three poets, um, myself included, and we are um, basically speaking our lives in poetic flow, in poetic lyric. We are talking about everything from politics to um, spirituality to <laughs> domestic violence, sexual abuse, we are talking about um, being in love. We are talking about being, quote, unquote, played in love. We are talking about rape. We are talking about everything, everything that we as women, especially as black women, deal with, dealing with, um, you know, losing family members to breast cancer and diabetes and just everything, everything that we've gone through throughout our lives is in this book. Um and what makes this book special is that you're not just reading a biography of each woman. You are you are um, reading poetic stories. That's basically what they are. Each poem is a poetic story dealing with a certain issue. So it gets very deep. I love that book. One of my favorites. That's why I went there first. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Another book, Murderous Obsession. So you can talk about one murderous obsession. Excuse me? So you can talk about murderous obsession one and two. Okay. So murderous obsession one is um based on a chance meeting between two people, David and Stacy. And this chance meeting changes their lives forever. I mean, and the twist is just Oh, my God, I wish I could just say it right now, but I don't want to ruin it for those who have yet to read it. It's a short story, but it is worth every every single penny of the 99 cent that you will spend on it. It is a really, really great short story, and it touches on um, uh, mental instability within the black community. So it is it is very good. 
And uh, Murderous Obsession 2 is a um, women who stalk and kill. And it's a it's an anthology, so each story is, you know, is short, but it's based around the same thing. Women who, um, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but women who stalk and kill, that's the best way I can say it without giving too much away. <laughs> so each, each, each of those is, is really, really a good read, really a good read. Ooh, the stalkers. See, that sounds like a, um, what you call that? Not scandal. What you call that thing? Snapped. Fatal attraction type show. Yes. Yes, honey. You are right on the money. Yes. And I love both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I watch a lot of the ID channel and a lot of Snapped and uh, 2020 and Dateline and all that. So I am very, oh. these books are just really, really good. Well, we're going to break now for a caller. Then we're going to get back to your other books. Caller, the last four, nine, one, eight, nine, one, two. You're on the Price is Mine show. Who am I speaking with? Yes, hello. Hi, this is China. How are you guys doing today? We're hello, China. China. This is my BFF, China, for like 20-something years. Hey, BFF. Hey, hey. <laughs> I've been listening to the show and it's really been it's really been interesting here. So I was calling just to raise a question because you guys said something about when you're dating and it, it, it you, if there's always an end game or like a motive or whatever. So my, my the question I would like to raise is how do you know when do, will you ever know if it's real or if it's just a quote unquote end game? I mean, what, at what point? I mean, what do, what do you do in the meantime? Just go along with it. <laughs> Well, I'll give you a funny story. Uh, everybody's different, but here's what I did. I ran into a guy. Now, I'm married now, but my husband understands that I was not a virgin Mary before I met him. I dated, and I, I played the field, and I, you know, I did my thing. So anyway, anyway, I met this, this fella, and he was very nice looking, seemed to be very nice, and everything was going well for the first couple of months, China. But then I started to notice that every time I turned around, he wanted something. Not just something like, oh, I want to take you on a date, or I want you to come meet my parents, or can you come meet me here for dinner. It was always, hey, I need money for this, I need money for that, do you think you can um, help me out with this? So after a while, you just start to, you just start to pay attention. You kind of look past the tree and see the whole forest. So, you know, sometimes it would be um, I would I would see that he would try to um, dispel what I was already thinking by saying, oh, we're going to go out this weekend, but in the meantime, do you think you've got $30 so I can pay this one bill? Because if I can get this bill paid, then we can go out and have a good time and I don't have to worry about anything else. So for me, it was I, I, I caught on very quickly because I'm always – you know, in my mind, before I got married, I always felt like there was an end game. And my mother always used to tell me, everybody wears a mask. If you give them long enough, they will show you who they really are. So in my mind, that told me, everybody wears a mask. Everybody is somebody else when I meet them. Let me give them six months to a year and see when they take off that mask who they really are. So I think that to answer your question, the only thing we can do to really be sure is give it time. So have fun in the meantime. Do you. Don't, like, become, like, a Virgin Mary and you don't want to go out and have a good time and all that kind of stuff. Don't be a Debbie Downer, but keep your eyes open. Keep them open. And always listen to that gut, that, that gut feeling in the pit of your stomach that tells you something ain't right. Honey, every time I go against that feeling, I end up losing in the end. Absolutely. You guys call it instinct. I call it, um, well, yeah, I'll get back to that later. But anyhow, <laughs> that's going to go into the level. But, yeah, I, I call it something different. It's connected to instinct, but it's, it's connected to God, too. You know, he lets me know yes. what's going on. He gives me that sign. You know, I have a connection with him to the point where I know what is wrong and what is right. And sometimes yes. I go against it. I might be yearning for something at that time, but then mm-hmm. I always assess myself in the situation. You know, I, I, that's when I incorporate my job into my personal life. I'm trying to see 
if this is the right choice, right decision, and the right avenue to go. Because I have kids involved. I can't just put them in any situation and say, hey, what it is, if it don't work out, I try to. If it does, hey, I can't put them through that roller coaster. It's not their fault. It's no. It's, it's, I'm the parent. I have to parent. And I have to parent safely. But it's inviting yes. anybody and everybody in the, in the environment of my of my family is not going to happen as easy as others wish it could be. Yes, so ma'am. I, I recognize the flag. And I, 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 I could be paranoid. They can call me whatever they want. But God is directing me and showing me this looking clean here. And I'm following it. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. That's the thing about to go, China. Red flags or red flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But like I said, can you guys hear me? Hello? Yeah, we hear you. Okay. Yeah, like I said, that yeah, that's true. You have your red flags and you have, like, but sometimes it, you wear so many. Sometimes they can wear so many masks. But you never, yes. you know, you never do see the red flags until it's too late. <laughs> yes. So you're, you're exactly right. You know what I mean? So yes. it's just all, yes. it's all different scenarios. So I guess, like you said, at the end of the day, just have a good time, be safe, and just, you know, keep your mind open. Yeah, and yes, once ma'am. that connection with God is, is, is invested in, you'll earn to get the discernment. So nothing will get past you at all. Yeah, exactly. Now, if you let it slide through because you want to, you know, have some fun for a minute, that's cool. That's for you. But that gets the discernment is real and it's there. You got it, Shine. I know you do. <laughs> we don't have twenty-five right. years of conversations. I know you got it. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> twenty-five years. It's been that long. Wow. And longer than that, probably. I'm just yes, about 25 years. Yep, 25. 25. Yep. And now you got now you think you're on show, really? <laughs> <laughs> and doing a wonderful <laughs> job. I just didn't know what it was. <laughs> I didn't hear what you. I didn't hear that last comment. I said I told you I was gonna be something. I just didn't know what it was. Right. You might find me yeah. on Atlanta Housewives one day. Right. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, China. We have another caller in queue. We're going to take this caller. Please continue to listen every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. as you always do. Hey, I will see you guys next week, and you're doing a great job. Have a good night. God bless you. I love you. Good, good night. night. Good night. All right, you have another caller. Caller. Seven nine eight three. Call us seven nine eight three. You're on the Price is Mine show. Who are we speaking with? Um, this is Lamar. Hey Lamar, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I just want to call, man, show my support to uh, Melody S. She's doing great work, man. I read all her books, and I just can't wait till the um, next one comes out. Um, Team Melody S. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, thank you, Lamar, for your support. All right, thank you. Y'all have a good night. You it's too. Thing. Oh, that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, Melly Mel. <laughs> on to the next book now. This is one. I know this is going to be one of my favorites. Um, Chewy Learns the Alphabet. Oh, yes, yes. Chewy Learns the Alphabet is actually based on my son, who is now 10. Um, but I had the idea for these books when he was about like two, um, two and three years old, and um, it just took me a while to put it all together, find an illustrator that I liked, and all that other kind of stuff that goes into putting the, putting together a project such as this one. But in the book, he is um, discovering the alphabet, so he's you know underwater and he's on land and he's talking about. Um, he even talks about a certain dish that begins with the letter of the alphabet. Um, so he's just he's just Chewy. Chewy's going to be doing a whole bunch of different things, as I mentioned before. He's going to be learning how to deal with bullies. He's going to be making friends from different cultures and races. He's going to be learning his colors, shapes, um, 
and uh, letter sounds and all types of things. You know, he's going to be talking about melanin and why it's so, you know, it's so important for him to have melanin and how great it is that he has melanin and, you know, so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting discovering uh, thing for the kids. And I applaud you for that because at this time now, our children need that. They need that support. They need that um, that encouragement. They need that information because they're getting yes. hit. You know, my daughter, um, the first one, Kennedy, was told by her Hispanic friend that her dad doesn't like her skin color. I'm like, mm. who? Like, who's color? Black people? I'm saying, I'm like, well, how mm. did I come up in conversation? Like, you know, what are y'all talking about? to bring this up in conversation. So it's very important that these kind of books are being written for our children, especially during these times, this election going on and all that stuff. So yes. anyone who has nieces, nephews, grandkids, please introduce this type of author to your children so that your children can be well-informed in a nice, child-friendly manner. Yes. They can. Yes. And you don't have to be asked so many questions. <laughs> I like less questions. Yes. But we have another caller, Melody. The caller number is, okay, caller 8068-8068. You're on the Prices Mind Show. Who are we speaking with? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. It's Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Melody S. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am well and highly favored. <laughs> That's what I'm really, talking about. I have been on this call since like two minutes after nine and could not figure out why everyone else was going ahead <laughs> of me. Well, it's because I didn't read the instructions. <laughs> but I did read the instructions, and now I'm here. And, Melly, who's the host? I didn't get her name. This is Sherry P. Catherine, how are you? Hi, Sherry. Nice to meet you. I'm loving this show. I'm going to tune in next week, whether Melody's on this or not. I just want to say you all were talking about um, some of the types of abuses, and I'd like to add a few more to that. One is, um, of course, verbal abuse, Mm -hmm. financial abuse. And mm-hmm. spiritual abuse. Yes, ma'am. And and not being supportive on a spiritual basis, whether you are of different religions or not. Um, my best friend's parents have been married over 50 years. Her mother is Jehovah's Witness, and her father is a deacon in the Baptist church. And wow. I think that you have to have that spiritual balance, admiration, and respect for the other person's views as long as it doesn't um, disrupt the household. Yes, ma'am. This is actually Catherine, I want to invite you to tune into the Prices Mind Show on April 27th. We're going to talk about the topic of equally yoke and spirituality that way. So, yeah, we would oh, love to hear your perspective on that. I will. And the other thing is, Melody, I am very, I've read all your books, you know that, and I am very, very excited about your new book coming out next month. Well, thank you so much. I am excited myself. Every morning I wake up and my feet hit the floor and I'm like, devil, May 2nd, you better fall back. (laughs) And you know it. And I am definitely an active, willing, positive participant on Team Melody also. Thank you very much, Catherine. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Glad to hear this and glad to listen and everything. So I'm not going to, you know me, I can get carried. You know how those old folks can do. We get carried away and start talking. So I'm going to thank (laughs) you both for both of your input and your positive energy that I'm getting all the way down here in Doraville, Georgia. And uh, I'm going to go back to listening. All right. Well, okay. thank you so much, Catherine. We appreciate you. 
You're right. Welcome. And you can follow me on Prices um, on the Prices Minds show at Prices Minds 2013 on Facebook, and you'll be able to find the shows. You'll be able to tune into that show on the 27th of April. Okay, I will. I will. I definitely will. Oh, I appreciate you, Catherine. Have a good evening. You too, and thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Good night. Okay, Melody, we have another caller. We're going to say caller 5736. Caller 5736, you're on the Price is My Show. Who are we speaking with? Uh, this is Wilma. Wilma. Hey, Hi, Wilma. 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 Hi, I'm doing well. I've been on the call since about two minutes after nine. I feel like Catherine to need to follow direction and push one. <laughs> but after I bowed and I, and I and and I said I was starting listening, so I've been enjoying and just listening. It dawned on me. Maybe I need to hit one. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, but I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying listening to your topics are very uh, relevant and and, and interesting. And I'm thoroughly enjoying the conversation. Yeah. Well, thank you, Wilma. I'm so glad to hear your voice. It's good to hear your voice, too, Melody. And I am uh, Team Melody all the way. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. And can't wait till your new book comes out. I know, you know, I've been having some things going on and hadn't been able to read like I want to, but I do have. Your books downloaded on my Kindle and you know read a couple and see I have some I need to read and, and can't wait till this one come out. I mean the topic sounds really when I heard the, the name of it intimidated by love. Okay, okay, now yes. that's interesting. So that kids you know like what's your appetite? Okay, you know why are we uh-huh. intimidated by love? You know so yes. can't wait for May second. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate the love and the support. Oh, no Ooh. problem. Huh? All right, keep I'll listening to us. Have a good evening. Okay, I, I will. You all have a good evening. And I'll just go back to listening. <laughs> all okay. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Oh, awesome. Melody? I'm here. We have another caller. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Hello. Hello, one three five six one three five six. Last four digits. You're on the Prices Mind Show. Who are we speaking with? Hello, hello. This is Malika. Just called in. Hi, Malika. Malika. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we got Ohio in the house. Yes, Ohio is all the way in the building. Malika is one of my coolest ink sisters ever, okay? She is awesome. Oh. Awesome. Oh, my God. We got right. Malika on the, on the show. Uh, hey, let me know. Friend me an inbox me and we can what, do that. Know? I love plugs. Plugs are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm so glad you well, called you know, in tonight, Malika. We're home, girl. Problem. I had to, you know, I'm trying to, you know, multitask, be a mom, watch Empire, listen to the show, all that. So yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to give my support and just let her know I was listening. Oh, Thank you so much for calling you. in and pressing one. All righty. So I'm going to get you the information from from Melody to be on the show. All right, I get the information. Gotcha. Okay. Have a good okay. evening. You too. All right, Mel, Mel, you done cleaned up on the board today. Okay. I see how you're doing I guess it. Yes, so, honey. Guess, mm-hmm. We have like 11 minutes left. Mary and the family. The in laws were here for one of it. Oh, girl. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Yes, this book is a novella. It's three different couples dealing with three different sets of in-laws. This book, Mary and the Family. Hold on, Mel. For those who don't know, what's a novella? A novella is uh, really just 
it's, it can't be a novel because it's not quite long enough, basically, is the best way to explain it. So it's, instead of being, you know, 50 to 80,000 words, it's 42,000 words. So it's considered a novella. Okay. And, um, like I said, it's it's titled Marrying a Family, and it's three different couples dealing with three different types of in-laws. So it's, you know, the first couple is Ben and Brenda, and they come from, from different backgrounds. They're raised one city, one country. So when they come together, you know, one set of in-laws is like, you know, well, she thinks she's better than us because she comes from the big city, you know, and um, they they do a whole lot of things to try to destroy this union. In the second story, you have a young interracial couple who one side of the, of the family, these in-laws, don't like the the significant other because it's he's he or she is of another race. So they do a whole bunch of things to try to break up the the union between the two. And then in the last story, you have a set of twin sisters who they're supposed to be very very close, but you find out and discover that one of them thinks they are, but the other, you know, she's kind of uh, dipping in the Kool-Aid where she shouldn't be. And uh, so that's causing some drama, you know, between the significant other and the in-laws. So this book is one very near and dear to my heart because it was it gave me the opportunity to exercise my creativity in such a way that it was kind of broad. The subject was narrow, but the instances were very broad. And um, I just had fun with it. I had a lot of fun with that book. You there? Hello? I'm here. I'm okay. here. Lust for Revenge, that's the last book, I believe. Okay, Lust for Revenge is about two brothers who, um, one is mixed race and one is black. And uh, the they have this weird type of relationship, uh, the thin line between love and hate, basically, um, because the, um, the, the mixed race brother is, is prejudiced he's you know he's a racist so um you know one of them gets gets locked down and the other says well while you're doing the time for me you know i'm going to make sure you're good but he doesn't do that you know the 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 brother gets he goes to prison and um i don't want to give too much away but he goes to prison he doesn't support him and then he gets out and while he's trying to build this relationship with his brother you have this this uh this this crazy person somewhere lurking in the background who is trying to kill them. Nobody knows why they're trying to they're trying to uh kill them or or what's what's really going on. You just have to read the book to kind of figure it out. But this guy has a real thirst. He has a very real lust for revenge for something that one of the brothers has done in the past. Mm. And um mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and tell him myself that little pause, I had you on mute, and I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I was on Amazon looking at all your books. I'm like, oh, I missed the book. Oh, I see all her books. I got excited. And I forgot to take you off on mute because I didn't want to hear you, you know, let you hear me typing. But, yeah, speaking of Amazon, um, we're near the end of the show. We don't have any callers in queue now. I want to thank all those callers. Y'all rock. Y'all showed Alchemist yes, Melody my readers, my readers are some of the best people that you would ever meet in your life. These these people are just so cool, man. I love each and every one of them, and I really appreciate the love and support that they have shown me tonight. I am thrilled. That is so genuine. I love that. Thank yeah. you for saying that. Yeah, and I love you, too, because you had me on your show. You didn't have to do that. So I really appreciate that. And I'm never going to forget. I'm going to have to put you in my next book, honey. I love anybody with a Price is Mine. Yeah, I love Price is Mine. (laughs) You had one. I saw all your stuff. I said, oh, yeah, she she got a Price is Mine. I got to get her on a Price is Mine show. You know, it makes sense. Yes, this was was wonderful. And we're at the last six minutes of our, uh, five minutes of our show, and, um, 
I wasn't able to get all my little commercials in. We had all the all the callers. At this point, how can the listening audience and the Priceless Minds fans and followers follow you to keep up with future releases and be able to purchase your your current books or your new releases, your newly released books? Well, they can follow me on Facebook. They can add me as a friend at facebook.com, Melody the Author. I'm on Twitter at Melody the Author. Um, so tweet me, follow me, and I'll follow you back. I'm on Instagram at Melody underscore S underscore rights with a es at the end rights um and i'm working on a brand new website so stay tuned um and i also have a fan page but at this very moment i can't think of the i think it's facebook.com slash author melody s rights yes that's it so they can follow me there as well um so that's that's where i am all right now now um at the end of the show, I like for individuals, my my special guests, to give out something priceless to the audience and the fam- the followers and the listeners regarding mm-hmm. the topic of what is something that you want individuals to know or to learn from our topic for tonight's show. Well, what I want the listeners to learn and to know is that if you know someone that's in a situation that is detrimental to their health or to the health of those that's directly around them, um, the best thing you can do is maybe give them a resource, such as um, the hotline.org, which is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Um, and that number is 1-800-799-7233. And if they call that number, there's always going to be someone on the other end reaching back, trying to help them get out of a situation that they're ready to get out of. So um, my last thought is, if you know someone that's in this situation, don't be a hindrance. Be a support. All right, Melody. Well, Melody, I thank you for being my special guest now on the Priceless Mind Show. I look forward to future connections with you. I would definitely be purchasing these wonderful books I have pulled up already on Amazon. And I just thank you. And I will share your information on Facebook, on the Priceless Minds page. And I want to thank you one more time for your and callers. And I appreciate and you so much. They showed out tonight, and I just want to <laughs> thank you and just thank you. You just this was a You're great welcome, show. and I thank you. I thank you so much. Thank you so 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 much. You're always welcome. I will be in contact with you. Have a great evening, Miss Melody S. You too. Bye bye. That was Melody S, the author. You can book. Uh, you can also find her books that can be posted on the Prices Mind group and fan page. The Prices Mind thought from the Prices Mind show is always if you feel someone is suffering from some abuse, whether it's mental, verbal, emotional, physical, psychological, and they need someone to speak to, mental health is serious. Always refer them to a counseling agency or someone who has a master's degree or a, a doctor's degree who can give them some sound advice based on the clinical and therapeutic level. All have a Prices Night catches every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Prices Mind Show. Fridays for the Conversations with Trent, Release Tillman page at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Tuesday and Thursday at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the the Butterfly, the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and every Monday for the Conscious Vibes with Romeo L. Day. Sunday you have. The Anthony B. Fly Show every other Sunday. And Saturday you have Mr. Trent Williams and Anthony Collins. Thank you for listening to the Price is Mine show. Have a great evening.